Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Hello, welcome everybody to a new episode of Dish Knows Nothing. Um, as a matter of fact, this episode is somewhat a special episode. I'm going to turn that up a little bit. There we go. Okay, I'm going to just adjust this too because I'm going to talk. So, uh, I'm going to do something to this episode, a little split split. Um, if you've been following recent episodes or if you're caught up, you may know that by the time you listen to this, my birthday will have just passed. But as I record this, it has not yet passed for tomorrow is my birthday. I uh, actually just got back from a wedding. Congrats, Hannah and Peter Kajiji. Fantastic wedding. Good job, you two. It was great. I love to see it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I just had some things on my mind. I guess a little bit of reflection as I wanted to do a little bit of a split episode of recording before and after I turn 26. So uh, I'm not going to dive fully headfirst into all the topics, but there was a few things that are on my mind that I don't know. I want to talk about, um, maybe get out there and be honest for a minute before I uh, age tomorrow. I suppose it's uh, what it is. I think... I've been doing a lot of thought. I've been doing a lot of reflection is, I guess, the best word that can uh, be easily defined over the last uh, week or two, as I'm like, man, I'm turning 26 soon, and this year of my life will be checkmarked in the book, and I will have made it to the next part, and this year's been interesting. I think, for one, I'm doing a podcast that's interesting to me in and of itself. And for those of you who know me, are like, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think a lot has changed this year. And it wasn't entirely an easy year uh, for myself, both uh, personally, professionally, medically, I don't know, just kind of all the above, all the boxes were getting checked of just why this year was interesting um, and uh, why I, I learned a lot. But, you know, I have, have a lot of things on my mind in that sense of just like, I've been trying to think about this year and let's just face it, one of the aspects that I've been thinking of in my reflection of this year was like, what am I going to post on my birthday? What when I post my classic snarky quip of turning 26, what's it going to represent? What do I want it to represent? And I think my initial thing that I wanted to post about, I don't, I don't think I'm actually going to post about it. So I'll, you know, say it for the sake of someone knowing it was on my mind. I think I wanted to post and be like, man, this year really sucked. Hopefully next year's better. And I think that's the honest honest gut reaction of this year. I think this was a very difficult year for many reasons. And I'll just be honest, some of them 
personal and not worth diving into entirely on a podcast episode where anyone can essentially listen to it right now. Um, but there was a lot of things that went down and, um, one of the things that I, I feel comfortable more sharing in sense was just a lot of the stuff with my health. And there was parts where I was like, man, and is this gonna be forever is forever going to be a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. And, uh, it was a lot, a lot of uncertainty. A lot of times I went to the doctors and they're like, yeah, no, you're fine. And I'm like, well, I'm actually not fine because everything always hurts and stuff like that. But, um, made it out the other side and I'm doing a lot better. And if you guys heard the car in the background, it's a little bit loud and it scared me as it room roomed by, um, as I heard it outside. Um, but you know, like a lot has happened this year and I want to share in a positive light, I suppose. Um, what I feel like, you know, my Instagram, post may say if I post or if I did post I guess when you're hearing this but tomorrow when I if I post you know I think I have to say in reflection I know I've mentioned like mentors or friends and blah 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 and and, you know at the end of the day these are just people who are wiser than me whether or not it's because they're older than me or they just have different experiences and they have things to say about you know my life and the things that I'm going through when I go to them and uh, they're just honest. And you know what? I, I have to say a special thanks to Andrew Newman, Bridget Brooks, and Alex Castro. I got to say this year, um, various times, various frequencies, um, they were there for me a lot. And I I don't know where, I, I guess in a sense, I don't know where exactly I'd be without them. I don't think in a very drastic sense of like, oh, I don't know what... But I think in a, in a sense in general, it's just I don't know exactly where I'd be without them. And they were very wise at times and also very just straight to the point with me of, you know, they, they care about me and, uh, you know, things I might be going through and encouragement or even just like, hey, stop being dumb. Here's the simple truth of what it is. And uh, I realized as I say this, so many of you don't know who they are. And I think that's okay. I, I guess the point in sharing it would be, I hope that you have people like that. Um, there's value in people who know you or know more than you. And as I reflect, that's again, one of the things of this podcast that like I've highlighted, you know, a lot of my guests, I want them to come on here cause they know more than me or, you know, I assume they know more than me and it's a fun way to learn stuff. And, um, I just, I, I guess I wanted to say that, um, this has been a good year and the, the light that they've taught me and I've learned, um, as I look towards the alleged Instagram post would be more of something along the lines of, you know, I've learned a lot. I can take all the bad and I can distill it and I can work through it and I can take it for what it's worth. And for what it's worth is to make me better. Not, not like a better person, like trying to be a good person, but just, I can use it for the better. I think at the end of the day, if I look at it from the frame of, you know, trying to get things to work for my good, my, for trying to work to better me in that sense, you know, um, you can get through a lot more 
because you have a better outlook. And I learned that and I learned that firsthand and I tried it and it can work because you know what? Sometimes life really sucks and you know, here we are, you learn. But I just wanted to say that and give that shout out, I guess, as I reflect on my, my year being 25 right now. And I was going to do a little bit more of like, here's my topics before and after thoughts of (laughs) turning 26. And then I realized, you know what, they're probably not going to change in one day. So I'm going to save them for when I am 26 and I have more time to record. But, um, this is a good year. I learned a lot. It's a hard year, but I learned a lot. And I think, you know, I I sit here and I'm talking about it. I'm like, man, this sounds like the last episode or something, but Hey, it's not the last episode. There are four ish, five ish more not counting off the top of my head, um, that are coming to you guys. And I'm super excited to share with them, but this will be the last episode and I'll go into the topics again another day, be out on the same day as normal, but I'll go into the topics next time I record for this episode, um, that I have regularly scheduled. And this will be my last episode alone until next season, actually, because my next three episodes, I have, um, what would be, guests for each of them scheduled and planned. And then I have my season finale where I'm going to, I don't know exactly yet, but it's going to, it's going to get interesting, I suppose. And you guys, I hope that yeah, you guys look a little bit forward to it too, because I'm looking forward to it. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to have a exciting end of this season and a little break and then get back into it. Hopefully towards the new year for you guys. Um, but I'll, I'll drop these here while I have them. Whereas, uh, guys, you know what? I'm not going to edit this, but I'm going to add something in here that would have been said earlier. Um, and it's funny cause I wrote things down as I do. And then I'm the most forgetful person as I know. Um, here I am. I knew, I told myself, as I was thinking about this, I need to say this one first. I did not. I thanked some people, as you guys remember, about four minutes ago. Um, But I'm just going to throw it out there. I need to thank my wife, um, first and foremost, beyond anyone else. Um, Not to belittle any of the advice or support that others have given me, but uh, my wife, my partner in crime and everything above everything uh all the above as it would be is my wife and she was there for me through all of it and i i literally would not be here without her in a less figurative sense you know like there there's so much that i'm thankful for especially and again one of the moments that i'm i'm willing to share in the moment of, of a lot of my health issues like she was there for me um the days that i couldn't walk and my legs weren't working, she would be helping me move around and, you know, being there for me when I'm in pain, crying, being someone that will just be there for me. And, you know, it makes me emotional. I'm not going to cry because I, you know, don't actually have emotions, I suppose, but uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to cry because it's something that I've thought a lot about and, and have, have processed a ton already, but, uh, my wife is amazing. She's caring and she's loving 
and she does take care of me and you know, she supports me in the podcast. She supports me in my music. She supports me through anything professionally, personally, or anywhere in the above. And you know what? She is the original OG, straight up OG sponsor for sure. And you know, not even one that I'd have to name drop because she's always there, but I, I want to impress that above uh, anyone else in my life because she is fantastic. And she deserves a little uh, thank you there recorded for the whole world to hear if they listen. But uh, here we go. I'm going to say my sponsors in the song of the day. And then I'm going to go turn 25 or 26 and then I'm going to record some more. My sponsor of the day decided just now is the legendary Mike Nguyen. Uh, Mike is the sponsor of today, mainly because he sent me something that made me feel sponsored. Um, he sent me an image earlier today, and he said, where is it? Oh, oh, oh. And he said, no, no, he didn't say anything. He just sent me a picture. It was a sign that said, sometimes when I close my eyes, I can't see. And that really touched me. And um, he says, Dishnoism right there. And you know what? That's true. Um, I want to thank you, Mike. I think uh, I've known you for some time and you are a supporter. And I think sometimes a quiet supporter and I understand that. I think I get you there. Um, but you do support and I always appreciate it. So, you know, I can't wait to see how you're going to uh, sponsor and represent this potty podcast or this potty epi and uh you know love to see it so thank you i'll say the song of the day is as it was by harry styles uh, as you guys know i went to go see harry styles this past week or two fantastic uh changed my life i don't think if i didn't go then i wouldn't have ever seen him in my life and i think that's something special to think about so a lot of fun um i would in a sense recommend it but maybe not for everyone. Like if you don't want to do it, then I don't, I wouldn't recommend going, but if you want to do it, I would for sure recommend it. But anyways, I think with that, these are the last words that I will record as a 25 year old. So folks, I appreciate all the support. Let's keep going in this next year of my life. But of course, uh, we're moving through with the podcast as regularly scheduled. And looking forward as I'm ramping up to the end of this season, looking forward a ton to season two. I've been, I've been digging a ton. If anyone has a podcast that is successful and listen to this, uh, hit me up. I'd like to pick your brain about some of the practicals to get things moving more and to make it uh, real cool. And of course, if you guys have you know ideas, hit me up because I'd love to know. All right, I'm gonna go turn uh, 26. Bye, guys. All right. I'm back and I am 26 folks. I did it and I did it successfully as I am now no longer 25 years old. I'm 26 and I'm here and I'm recording the podcast. Um, I just got to say it was funny. I was listening back right there and uh, you know what? I think it's worth saying as a uh, in character or on theme that it could be in a sense. Uh, that was a really weird, vulnerable, like intro. If you liked it, I'm glad if uh, you thought it was uncomfortable, then Hey, you know what? Sorry if my vulnerability made you uncomfortable. Um, that's how it is. But, uh, I do, I do for what it's worth stand by what I said, uh, thanking those people, thanking my wife, of course, 
And that allows us to jump into the topics because sponsors were said, or sponsor was said, song of the day was said, my coffee here. Um, I'm finishing it off right now. It's fantastic. Tastes a lot like coffee and it's great. Um, but anyways, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to jump on in here. And like I said, this is the last, I believe it will be the last episode of the season solo, but I wanted to talk about modern art today, a little bit deeper than I have in the past because I've talked about it before and how it relates to something else. Topic one, start. There it is. Modern art. So if you guys aren't familiar with modern art, it's an interesting thing. Um, I just did a little, little uh, seed planting of the conversation from the internet here. What is the purpose of modern art? From eden-gallery.com, they said, why is modern art important? Modern art plays an essential role as a stimulus that can provoke independent thoughts and even emotions. Modern art gives the audience an opportunity to embrace new ideas and reflect on changes in the world and our lives differently. And so I will say it again, as I say it all the time, I'm not typically a fan of modern art because depending of how you define modern art in these senses, and it could even be like eras, but more modern art is things like more uh, within like the last 10 to 20 years. Don't quote me on that timeline because I am not an artist. Sorry. Uh, Christine, my mother-in-law, who is in the, uh, you know, studies art history and teaches and all that good stuff. But um, whenever modern art as a whole started, I'm not sure, but there's this side of modern art that evokes the question very plainly, why would someone do that? Why would someone take the time? Let me see. Ready? Here we go. Worst modern art exhibits. Let's see. If I look it up, modern art would be things such as a banana duct tape to the wall. Um, there's this piece that is a white block with two golden rings on it, like larger, it looks like drawn or painted. Uh, modern art would be things like a pile of bricks in the corner of a museum. Um, splashes of art on a canvas that conv that uh, are so abstract that you can't really make anything of them. Um, other pieces that I'm seeing here. Oh, wow. This one is a very, what one would say is maybe surreal. And I'm trying to be as respectful as possible because I do know artists that listen to this. Um, a very, uh, what's the art word that I'm looking for? surreal image of a cow because it has one spot on it and it's not really shaped like a cow but it, it is kind of conveying cow and that's what modern art is it's something that doesn't depict something like super realistic it's not like oh look at this image of the Mona Lisa or the self-portrait or even like some of the Salvador Dali stuff um if you guys aren't familiar if you look up Salvador Dali he does that one where it's like uh what is this under the hammer off the top of my head is that what i found under the hammer yeah it's like that image of uh kind of looks like it's a beach or like half desert type of looking landscape with like clocks melting if that rings a bell that's what it is 
and like even then that doesn't strike me as modern art because it depicts something and it's something that is like decided like this artist decided i'm going to paint clocks and when i see it as a consumer i think clocks right and modern art is interesting in that way because it's not depicting anything specific sometimes it's that portion that was in the beginning of it wants to make you feel something so uh modern art is really interesting because again it tries to make you feel or think something different based on who you are and your perspective and for a really long time i kind of hate it and i'm not a fan of it and just realistically it's because a lot of them don't necessarily take artistic talent is maybe the the best way that I think I can explain it in my opinion um like I said duct taping a banana to a wall that's a thing that's somewhere um and that that doesn't take skill like I could do that right now but the question is why would I like why did that person do it and that's what is always said and whenever me and my wife talk about it when we go to like modern art museums I'm like why would somebody that like anyone could have done that why did they even do that And it's like well no one else did and it's that portion that really got me thinking um as I've shared I'm trying to be more open-minded especially about things like this like I don't want to be conveyed or viewed as a closed-minded person I want to and not like specifically in the terms of art, but I want to be able to be viewed as someone like anyone could talk to in that in that sense, especially when I, in terms of the podcast, because I want to create a place where people can feel like they can just share their uh, their thoughts, especially if they are a guest on this podcast. But even if you're not a guest, I want to know what your thoughts are on things I'm talking about. So I started thinking about it. I started thinking, but why why? would I waste my time in doing that? But I didn't blah, blah, blah. And I've always thought one day I'm going to have enough time on my hands and I'm going to create a modern art thing and see what happens. Cause who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, it might not be worth anything until I'm dead. But like, what if I did, I, I painted my entire house red in and out. I don't know. Like just something that like, and then I turned it into an art exhibit and I said, this is my art. Check out my red house. Like that is, where modern art kind of strikes you know um and who knows maybe i'll get to a point where i do that but guys that is what i do for this podcast like again that question that is begged to be asked is like why would someone do that and then at the end of the day it's like just because no one else has done it um like i never thought it'd be worth doing the thing but you know, then my thing became the podcast. And now here I am, like, I'm doing a podcast in a way that I know there are other podcasts out there that have done things similar, or maybe even the exact same thing. But no one is me doing the exact thing with my guests with the, uh, I think the word like the liturgical balance or the flow of like my podcast of what I do, like the, the flow that I take within a podcast. And it made me reflect more about modern art because it's the exact questions that I've been asking. It's it's the exact same thing that I've been like, hmm, I'm not a fan of modern art. And the question always comes down to what we're talking about, like why? And now here I am doing a podcast and it's because I want to. I don't know. I, I could never say 
or like think that I have the accurate representation of every single person who's ever done something that's modern art that didn't look like art at all. You know, like it's not something that I would be so bold to say as like all these people like just did it because they wanted to or all of them, you know, they did it because they wanted to be different. Like they they did it for many different reasons. And I think that's the beauty of art and I guess self-expression, if that's the right word. But, you know, I think that art is what connects with some people and doesn't connect with some people. Same as like possibly this podcast or any other podcast for that matter. Um because I realized something this past week, especially with the guests that I was talking with. Um, I need to take a breath. Pardon me. I was going on a roll right there. Um, and okay. So I realized something as far as like, you know, most podcasts like you listen to because of like the theme, I don't really have a theme. Like I'm not like, Oh, we're going to talk about the bachelor or we're going to talk about friends or we're going to talk about monopoly like i'm not picking a specific specific theme i did it on purpose like i didn't want to do something that's going to like keep me in a certain spot because i want the freedom to talk about whatever with whoever and it's kind of been like coming down to me thinking like man am i just getting people to listen to my podcast because of me um and i think some are like definitely my mom and my wife like you know they they listen to it because it's me maybe they're not interested in any of the things i'm talking about maybe some of the deeper stuff because they're smarter people but you know it just has got me thinking. Um, modern art, though, podcasts, self-expression, so many things that we can boil down to many various factors. Like if we were to break them apart, like it would go into so many directions because it's not just one thing. I can't just be like, yeah, everyone who's done a podcast does it because of this reason right here. It's just so diverse. And I think that's the cool part. And I think it's just fun you know as much as uh i wouldn't say no to like if someone like was like hey your podcast is great here's a million dollars work with us sure like i'm not stupid um but you know i just have fun with it and i do it because i want to do it and it's this self-expression aspect that i get to have and i get to have control over for one but modern art and podcasts modern podcasts maybe i don't know there it is moving on second topic for today i'm gonna google it by the way i hope everyone's doing well i hope you guys are living your life silica packets and why so we all probably have seen the silica packets, probably know what they're there for, for the most part. Um, silica gel is a desiccant, desiccant, I don't really, never really seen that word, but desiccant or drying agent that manufacturers often place in little packets to keep moisture from damaging certain foods and commercial products. You have seen silica packets in everything from beef jerky to the new shoes you bought. It's so true. Um, so this is funny. I'm glad that it talks about beef jerky because really the, the initial question that's on my mind, like beef jerky is pretty greasy. Those are pretty good. I like beef jerky. Silly pack is always in there. A little extra treat you can chew on. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, but the silica gel 
Motivate's robbing us of a really good, juicy, greasy beef jerky. Like, I wonder what would happen, like, if you did not have that in there for the beef jerky. Like, would it ruin it or would it just make it better? Like, yeah, it would get wetter and greasier. I don't know, whatever that liquid is. But as I read here, okay, still on this website from healthline.com, while silica gel is usually non-toxic if ingested. Some people have choked on it. For this reason, manufacturers label them do not eat. If a loved one is choking on silica gel, call 911 and seek emergency metal attention. What happens if you eat it? Unfortunately, children can mistake a packet for food, candy, or a chew toy and eat the silica gel or the entire packet. Sometimes adults may mistake silica gel packets for salt or sugar packets. Silica gel is chemically inert, this means it won't break down in the body and cause poisoning. That's a good thing. It won't break down in the body and cause poisoning. However, because it won't break down, the gel or packets, the gel or packet and gel, that's funny, the gel or packet and gel can cause choking. That's why manufacturers often label them do not eat or throw away after using. Eating gel, silica gel, wouldn't shouldn't make you sick. Most often, it'll pass through your body and exit without any harmful effect to you. Although silica gel isn't likely to harm you, this isn't a license to eat a lot of it. The gel doesn't have any nutritious value and has the potential to cause intestinal obstruction if eaten in large quantities. <laughs> so it's a bad idea. Let's just face it. Um, if your pets eat them, they'll probably throw up, it says, or at least they'll get nauseous because it's even worse for them. Um, but you know, I think it's an interesting thing. I'm really intrigued and I'm wondering if I should try it or if anyone else has tried it, let me know what would happen if you just take that out of beef jerky for a day or two or a week and let it do its thing. Like, would it ruin it or with it already being in there, has it done its work? You know, um, cause beef jerky is greasy. It's not something that's just like, mm, perfect. Like, here we go. So I don't know. It's on my mind, though. If you guys have any more uh, silica packet stories, I'd love to hear them. Because uh, I'm curious. But yeah, moving on. That's it. That's what I got. General noun for dog's brain. That makes not much sense, so I will expand. How do dogs think? So, I'm initially... Uh, reminded of the monkey in cloudy with a chance of meatball steve because he has this device that can help him think and or no no it doesn't help him think he already thinks because he has a brain but it helps him express himself because the device actually reads his mind and then like vocalizes it through a little speaker and you know this is not what initially got me thinking but i'm just thinking like you know how like you try, there's like things online, you try to like teach your dog your name or who you are or like, you know, if you're like, oh, go get mom, go get dad, blah, 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 go get the sister, brother, whatever, how your dog fits into your family. Everyone's different. Do your thing. Um, but I wonder what dogs' understandings of like parts of speech are. Because I personally, without any, how it would be said as without any research or background in this i feel like dogs are like i am running like it can think that i like dog is running and it can 
can instinctually know that it is doing something. I don't know if it has plans. I don't know if it remembers things very well. I think it remembers smells in the sense that like it has a little bit of a filing cabinet to say, like, I remember that person through their smell or who they are, whatever. But I'm curious of how they label people. How does a dog say, like my friend Greg, no, I'll say my friend Cy. So my friend Cy saw my parents' dog, Louie, for the first time in a long time. He totally remembered him. Not, okay, not Cy. Cy remembered Louie, of course, because Cy is an adult and has long-term memory that works like a human. But Louie hasn't seen Cy probably in a number of years. And it, like, got excited. And, like, he never jumps on people. And he's, like, jumping up to get some more love from Cy. And he was just stoked to see him because Cy has spent a lot of time in uh, my, my, my parents' house when we were younger. Definitely knows Louie that we've had for the last 12 years or whatever. And I'm curious because I don't think that Louie knows Sai's name. I don't think he's like, oh my gosh, there is Sai. But I'm I'm wondering, what is what does the dog think? Like instinctually, because that's how most animals would behave. Is like, what does the dog look at Sai and say, that is Sai? Or does he say, that is blah? Or that is bark? Like, that is one of my favorite barks. Like, however it would be. And... I don't know. Um, I did this. I said, how do dogs think? Dogs don't write or read. So they don't think in words and symbols the way that humans do. However, they can certainly be taught to recognize symbols and words and the actions associated with them. But this is done through very careful training that isn't their natural state. Okay, but we've trained Louie. We've, you know, we've trained my dog Bentley. They know when I say, hey, it's great time, like, he will like my dog Bentley will run to his crate or if I'm like, okay, go upstairs. Like, cause that's where we'll keep him and he can roam around up there. He will run upstairs cause he knows exactly where to go. That's where he likes to be. He likes to chill on the bed and relax with his toys up there. So they can learn the sounds, but I've always like, I've tried to do it with our dogs of like, Hey, like go get Alexandra, go get mom, go get grandma, whoever, go get Becca. These are family members, but, um, I'm curious, like, can I get to a point where the dog knows that sound so much? I think they sometimes can. I've never had luck with it with the dogs that I've had or met or whatever and it would be, you know, um, again, because it's not their natural state to like associate things like that, but they can because they're smart enough to. And it's interesting. I got another one. What do dogs think of us? And and what the studies show is welcome news for all dog owners. Not only do dogs seem to love us back, they actually see us as their family. It turns out that dogs rely on humans more than they do their own kind for affection, protection, and everything in between. That's from 2014 from Mike.com, as in microphone. Um, and they're, they're talking about like uh, what brain scans really reveal. So it's like they actually had some like research. Um, do dogs think we are dogs? The short answer is no, primarily because of how you smell. Interesting. So it knows that I'm not dog, it knows that Psy is not dog. What is a dog's mind like? Dogs are cognitive enough to experience joy, fear, anger, excitement, and pain. And they also happen to be smarter than your average two-year-old. <laughs> um, recent imaging studies show, and this is back in 2020, that dogs recognize our faces and that their brains react like ours when exposed to positive stimuli. So 
there's potential that Louis saw Psy, even though he's losing his vision and he's definitely like deaf at this point. Um, Louis has like stopped responding to us calling his name like almost entirely, unless you get like a really particular pitch of whistle. He, he kind of doesn't respond, not even like a twitch of the ear, so he's not ignoring us anymore. Um, but he could have seen Psy and been like, I know that face. And then maybe he went up and got the smell, blah, blah, blah. Because I know that dogs can remember. I mean, I even remember back in the movie Shaggy Dog when like he's doing that presentation about dogs and he's like, they remember people for blah, blah, blah. Let me see. Let me get that number. Um, how long can dogs remember? Dogs don't, or dogs forget an event within two minutes. Reported in 2014 by National Geographic's. Hmm. Other animals have long-term memories, such as dolphins, but dogs don't seem to have a long-term memory that lasts much beyond those two minutes. So that goes pretty deep because that can go many different ways. I think, cause I'm not going to do actually a story time on this one of what I was deciding. Um, I'm going to kind of let it be. But this would have been a great segue to go into Memory Builder because I'd be intrigued to know what it says about like long-term and short-term some more. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refrain right now. If you guys... Because this is just telling me, like I searched and I'm seeing so many things that saying dogs don't have long-term memory. Um, oh, I went lower from doggysaurus.com. Yes, you got that right. Dogs do have long-term memory, possibly lasting more than five years interesting okay okay so i'm getting something but the majority of them actually say like within a minute dogs will forget hmm but of course also we have the visual olfactory and auditory experiences um that are brought up there if you guys have anything more to say about this love to hear about it if you guys have stories like that of your dog and it's just like oh they haven't seen this person in a long time but they totally remember them i'd love to hear about it but I think that's it for today. Guys, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you as a person um, as much as I can without knowing you if I don't. If I do, then hey, I appreciate you. If uh, you're new, reach out on Instagram, I suppose. I'd love to meet someone who listens to the podcast uh, through the magic of social media. That is uh, at Dishyman with two Ys on Instagram. I also have like a Twitter. I never use it. But I think I actually have one. I don't remember. I get messages from it sometimes. But anyways, guys, this was an awesome one to kind of dive into and reflect on again as my birthday just passed. I also do appreciate everyone who was able to give me some birthday wishes and hang out on that day. Uh, super, super awesome birthday. I felt real loved and I love all those people back. So for those of you who have been listening, you're the best. For those of you who continue to listen, I love you more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> equally equally there for anyone who is a partaker of the podcast but i'm also super excited to see what comes next guys uh i got some plans i'm trying to figure out possibly through budget wise type of stuff of what is possible for the future um and trying to figure out what the future of the podcast really looks like season two so um stay tuned i got some awesome episodes and some awesome guests coming up and then uh, uh, hopefully an awesome season finale Still in the works of exactly what it's going to look like, but I'm super excited to get that to you guys. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day. And I hope that if you want to follow Modern Art, 
that you are successful. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.